What's up, buds? What's up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. Four hours on Wednesday. Well, not on Wednesday, but from no. Wednesday. Right. I watched, Well, I watched three hours. Because I've, I've been just been watching one hour of yeah. one, which is fantastic, because like, most of the time I don't miss much. You wanted this week. Important. It was a pretty solid show. This two weeks in a row was pretty yeah. solid all the way through. A lot of times it's just, it cuts out like the bullshit, like the extra commercials yeah. by WWE. Yeah, their ads for their shit. Right, and like other bullshit. So Get the network. Right, fuck the network. Um, But you can get it for free now. Bits and pieces. Yeah. We talked about that last week in the Budcast. Yeah, they're free. Yeah. All of them. All 130 and, episodes yeah. and five or six or seven or 12 little episodes. I don't even remember how many. At least three. Not enough. No, not or enough. too many, whichever. Yeah. Takeover in your house? Yeah. It was It was a show. It was a show. Yeah. There was some good stuff. There was. There was some disappointing stuff. There was. Um, it was all right. Mm-hmm. So we started off with the uh, six-woman tag. Yes. Mia Yim, Tegan Knotts, Knox, Shazi Blackheart versus Candice LeRae, yep. Dakota Kai, mm-hmm. and Raquel Gonzalez. Yes. Um, yeah, it was a six-woman tag match. It was pretty fun. I told you Candice wouldn't be involved in the finish because yeah, she'd be off somewhere else. She was. It totally happened, just yeah. like I called it. They, yeah, they fought to the back and... The faces win, mm-hmm. just as I predicted. I actually like nailed it on this page. I think I got four out of five right. Nice. I think you got one out of or six, five out of six right, and you got one out of six, maybe. Yeah, that's fine. I did well. Yeah. Uh, Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. Um, this was. I mean, it was good. It was just wasn't. My expectations were too high, I think, going yeah. into it. Because I expected a lot more out of these guys, especially with right. the size difference and the clash of styles. I thought mm-hmm. that would make for a good, fun, entertaining yeah. match. I mean, it was all right. Right. Yeah, I didn't felt... get bored, but right. it just didn't feel like a Finn Balor match. Right. Feel like a Damian Priest match. Right. Just, just kind of there. Yeah. Um, Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano. I like this. This, this was, was fantastic. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. This might have been the match of the night, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love both these guys. Like, um, and then I obviously Candice LeRae and Miriam ended up coming out mm-hmm. during this. Oh but, yeah, of course. Um, they had to. Yeah, it had to happen. Obviously, uh, Keith Lee uh, and he still retained. Yeah, he retained. He's so. still your champion. Yeah. Yep. Then, kind of disappointing. The uh, NXT Championship backlot brawl. Yeah. Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream. Like, there were some fun spots. But there was. I expected a lot more out of it. Yeah. Like, it was just... I don't know. I did think the uh, Uber driver showing up was fucking hilarious. Yeah. The I Uber liked driver that. was great. It was stupid, but um, yeah. And then just like I predicted, uh, what... Uh, Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis yeah. did kidnap Bobby Fish and... Kyle O'Reilly. So. But as I predicted, Adam Cole, baby, is still your NXT champion. Yeah. Longest reigning ever. I'm just... I knew they weren't giving I'm it to I'm sad about it. They're giving it to Mr. Who yeah. will talk about on NXT, brother, yeah, sister, we'll uncle, nephew. Um. Oh, yeah. And then, well, and then next, uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion Cross. This was fucking fantastic. This was exactly... Cross just killed him yeah. and crushed him. This was exactly how I predicted, too. Because I said this needs to be six minutes. And you said six minutes may not be... Long enough, and I was like, "Bullshit!" It was, and it was exa- <laughs> it was like almost exactly six. Yeah, this minutes. was fantastic. Um, yeah, this was really yeah, good. I loved it. It was perfect, and especially after Wednesday, 
Yeah. Which we'll get to. We'll get to, to but, later. Again, brother, not um, your uncle, sister, brother. Yeah. And then uh, NXT Women's Championship match. Triple threat. Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, and the Eero Shirai. I like the match, but the ending kind of sucked. Yeah. Didn't they just do a finish like that? Yes. Not like a month ago or something? It wasn't that long ago. But not only just... that, but like they used this finish like twice. Yeah, maybe it wasn't. I don't even think it was a month ago. It might have right. just been on NXT last week or really? something. Yeah, it like, wasn't that long ago. Yeah, where Charlotte had someone in the figure eight and then someone else, yeah, dive and got the pin. Um, I think it was actually different people. Right. It was Charlotte and, yeah, other people. Yeah. But. Whatever. Um, but yeah, that's what that. I I didn't like that part. Yeah. But Io Shirai winning was pretty dope. That was cool, yeah. I was pretty. I'm pretty excited to yeah. have her finally. I mean, I still think she should have won after the Mae Young, but, you know. Yeah. What happens happens. She should have, but yeah, I like it. Yep. I kind of would like to see her still as a heel, though. I did enjoy her heel character a bit yeah. more yeah. than her baby face, but whatever. Still. I still like Io. She's mm-hmm. a good wrestler. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that was it. So. Good show. I mean, decent show. It wasn't... I, I liked that it was only two and a half hours. Yes, so. I didn't get bored. It was only two right. and a half hours, even with six matches. Right. But then again, two of them were shorter than expected. The Priest-Balor yeah. match was a bit... It was only like eight to twelve or something yeah. like that. It wasn't super long either mm-hmm. for a takeover. No. I like the inclusion of the short matches. It's a little bit... It's, even yeah. though it was... You know, they're still matches and they're still good matches. It gives you kind right. of a breather from 20 minute, 20 minute, 20 minute, 20 minute... Exactly. Brutalities. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like this six six match format. If they do it like this, Scott, it, it really helps with giving a guy like Karrion Cross his first big win, mm-hmm. you know, against Ciampa in right. six fucking minutes. Right. That was fantastic. Yeah, that's probably the shortest match Ciampa's had in a long time. Like, it's great. Yeah. Um, Monday Night Raw, brother, 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 brother. So yeah, we started off with Oscar coming down to the ring because um, she was supposed to take on Charlotte. Yes. And then, because now they're the tag team champions, uh, Sasha and Bailey came out because they can go on whatever show they want. Yes. Um, That's correct. Right. And then, uh, someone else came out, right? Oh, the Iconics. The double Iconics came out, too. Yeah, both of them. <clears throat> right. And there's some fun little interactions between the th- mm-hmm. three or six of these women here. Yeah. Um, but it did lead to a triple threat tag match. So they made Oscar and Charlotte team together against Sasha and Bailey, and the Double Iconics. Yeah, and surprisingly, um, yeah, the Double Iconics picked up the win. No, I know. I wish. No. <laughs> I wish, dude. Right. That would have been dope. Tell me, it wouldn't have been? Yeah, they should have. They really should have. But I know Oscar and Charlotte win. Um. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like the finish of it. Like, yeah, because Oscar made Billy Kay tap out like super quick, and yeah, it just I don't know. Was it a good pick? I agree. Um, what a, it's WWE for you. Yeah, and then they had a segment between Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio. Um. And then Alistair Black ended up ta- attacking Seth Rollins, and then right, that was dope. Actually, yeah. that was really dope. He just flew out of fucking nowhere right. just took Rollins out. It was it's fantastic. Right. I yeah. like that. And then they're still doing a pretty solid job with uh, Black since they like 
Mm-hmm. Just had him stop talking in a room to himself about knocking on the door. Yeah. Fucking guy. Right. Yeah, I like I like it. I'm glad Alistair Black's getting... Me too. I liked push. him in NXT. Me too. I like him here. I like right. the shit I've seen on the indies of him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a guy I like. Right. Um, and then him and Umberto Carrillo teamed up to take on Murphy and Austin Theory. Yes. So, and Black and Carrillo picked up the win. Mm-hmm. Chumberto. Chumberto. <laughs> uh, and then, oh, Mer- Mysterio's music hits, but it's Seth Rollins coming down in a Mysterio max. Right. And that was enough of a distraction for Theory and Murphy to... To lose. To, well, they already lost, but this was after the match. And oh. it distracted Black and Carrillo and Theory and oh, jumped Murphy them. jumped them. And of course they did. Triple beat down on... Yeah. And Wrestlers get distracted so fucking easily. I know, right? You know? Right. It's crazy. But Burr. I will. I'm... Squirrel! I am excited to find... I just want, like, Rollins and Black to have a good 30-minute match. <laughs> like, just let them go. They will eventually. I, mean, I it hope happens, so. It should be dope. I hope so. I'm cool with them building it up, man. This yeah. is... I like slow builds. Right. We don't get them very often in WWE, so... Yeah. Enjoy them while they last, even if they're not that great. Yeah. Then what? Uh, Orton was talking to Charlie Caruso about the peep show. Oh, yeah. And saying that someone else might show up. There could be two guests. Orton, yeah, basically yeah. teasing that he's going to come out. Right. Because, duh. Right. And then we had the peep show. Yep. Um, peep show. Christian Edge. Christian. And I thought this, this was, was weird. It was weird, but I thought it was pretty well done. Like, Christian just being a dick. Yeah, being Christian. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, and saying, you know, Edge, yeah, you can't do it. Like You can't wrestle the greatest match ever. No, fuck no. And then Orton showed up and... Uh, but on the screen, though, he didn't actually come out. 35 minutes. Hmm. They wrestled for 35 minutes. Oh, did you hear that? Mm-hmm. I also heard it was really good. I don't know about that like, part of it, because Brian stuff. Alvarez didn't talk about that portion okay. of it, but he, yeah, it's 35 minutes, although that doesn't mean we're going to get a 35-minute match because editing and shit, but right. yeah, it was 35, so that's okay. pretty dope. I had that for news and rumors, but there you go. Yeah. little tease for later, but There we go. Um, right. And then... And then... Charlie Caruso interviews MVP, um, and R-Truth shows up, and Barbie, Bobby Lashley ended up attacking R-Truth with that new full Nelson he's doing. Yes. So, At know. least they're building it as being, you know, an actual devastating move that can... Mm-hmm. I can't imagine him trying to put that on Brock Lesnar, though, because Lesnar's open body is just so ridiculously fucking big. Yeah. That could actually be a really fun match, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, actually, but oh, if it's yeah. done right, it could be really fucking good. Yeah, I hope so. That's what their rumor is they're trying to build to, so we'll see. I think I mentioned it in News and <clears throat> Rumors a couple weeks ago, again, free in the bud cogs, in case mm-hmm. you're wondering, that... Uh, Part of Lashley's contract is literally he gets a match with Brock Lesnar at some point. Oh, that's dope then. Like, I think that's literally the, the thing that let him re-sign with WWE. Oh, like, okay. that was his final stipulation. Like, I get a match with Lesnar at some point in time. Okay. So. I'm okay with that. Me too. I think it could be a good time. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then I, we got my, my favorite, favorite thing on Raw. 
that anything you can do, I can do better decathlon. Mm-hmm. This was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Because, you know, as you all probably know, previous weeks we've been doing this, yeah, anything you can do, I can do better thing. With right the between the Viking Profits. Viking Profits, yeah, the Viking Prophets and the Street Warriors. Street Raiders. Raiders street Raiders. Street Raiders. Um, street Machine. Street Machine. <laughs> Street Machine's actually a pretty good fucking tag team name. Yeah, That's our tag team name, street dude. Machine. We're Street Machine. Sweet. BJ Um Daryl, Street Machine. Street Machine. Dropping elbows in a town near you. Fuck yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, they did this <laughs> decathlon, and it was just like, they each got to pick half of them is what it seemed like. Yeah. And so they did a 1,600-meter dash mm-hmm. that uh, Montez Ford won, and... Then they did archery and Aragorn. Mm-hmm. Then then they did flip cup <laughs> and the street profits won. Obviously. Uh, then they had sword fight, sword fighting. Yes. Um, and Montez Ford was like, "Yeah, fuck this," and just kind of yeah, gave up. Gave up before it even started. Um, and then we had hurdles. Uh, <laughs> he fucking ran through the, them. Yeah, I heard this fucking <laughs> ran through. He ran through. He thought he won because he broke all the hurdles. It was right. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, then there was stick fighting, um, which was, yeah, you had to be pulled into a thing of goat milk and, um, Viking Raiders won that. Mm-hmm. Then they had a dance off and the street profits <laughs> won and then shot put the, the street profits also won. Mm-hmm. And then there was a turkey leg eating contest. <laughs> Uh, that was my which favorite. the Viking Raiders won, and then the final was pole vault. This is this has been and, so ridiculously over yeah. the top, like yeah, and it was great. So it ended up well, the Viking Raiders won that, right? They so won the pole it was, vault. Too. It was this was tied five to five. Yep. Um. So we'll get the match soon. I'm thinking, and it's going to be great. This is back and forth. It's been awesome. So yeah. right, yeah, because they did what basketball and bowling. Axe throwing. Axe throwing. <laughs> it's been so good. Yeah. Yeah. You should um, do curling next. Right. And let the Viking Raiders win. That would be dope. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you watching the NWA stuff this week? Um, I caught up on the second episode of Carnyland, but okay. I did not watch the third episode okay. yet. I'll probably do that I later watched, today or okay. tomorrow. I watched the third episode, um... It was really good. It was mostly people announcing themselves to uh, running candidates for, for running for mayor. Nice. So um, I want to be mayor of Carneyland. Yeah, I don't remember all of them. I know um, Eli Drake. Eli Drake definitely is. Which I that's who I'm voting. I saw for. a clip of that yeah. of his uh, thing. So okay. yeah, I get it. Zicky Dice nice. is running. Um, I might vote for Ziggy. Josephus is running. Yeah. So. I might give my vote to Josephus, too. Maybe. Can you vote more than once? No. Oh. Well, you got to pay to vote. Oh. you got to become a citizen. I might become a citizen. I've been thinking about it. It's like 10 bucks a month or something. Not too bad. And you get some special stuff with that, obviously. It's the money I used to give to WWE. I can give to NWA instead. There you go. Yeah. There you go. All right, so AEW Dark. Yeah, I didn't watch this either. I didn't either. I didn't um, have time. I barely had time to watch Dynamite NXT, honestly. So we had Lowrider and Fugo Del Sol versus SCU. SCU, SCU. one. Um, Brody Lee 
named Alan Angels. He's going to be five. Five. I saw that. Yeah. Um, and then Lee Johnson took on five and five won. Mm-hmm. And Congratulations, five. I think it's his first victory. Right. Musa and Brady Pierce took on Santana and Ortiz. Santana and Ortiz won. There's a segment with uh, QT Marshall and I saw this. Brandy and I did see Allie this and, yeah. because yeah, Brandy's upset that Allie's there and just says that right. Allie's using QT, right. which I hope actually happens. And she had a nat- uh, natural nightmares T-shirt too. Yes, and was wearing QT's jacket or whatever, right. or had a yeah. jacket like Something everybody else, like and Brandy didn't even yeah, have jacket, one. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. That's what, yeah. yeah, it was a jacket. Right. But yeah, that was really I really liked that, and mm-hmm. I like. Because I thought I saw her all over QT in the crowd a couple weeks ago. And I'm right. like, wait, why the fuck's... Allie's yeah. literally married to the Blade. Like, what the fuck? Right. I'm so confused. And now I get it. It's right. t- They're telling a story. Mm-hmm. I like stories. I do too. So, yeah. Yep. And then Anthony Katina and Sh- uh, Shugdi, a.k.a. Pineapple Pete. Pineapple Pete. Took on the Butcher and the Blade. Butcher and the Blade one. Yep. Yep. And then QT Marshall... Uh, took on Zach Clayton. Yep. QT Marshall won. With the help of Allie. Uh, she had the detraction. Nice. And then Sonny Kiss took on Christopher Daniels, and Christopher Daniels won. Yep. We'll talk about Sonny Kiss later, yep. though. And then uh, Peter Avalon and Brandon Cutler decide, yeah, because they decided last week that they were going to become a tag team. Right. And now they're going to take on, they are taking on um, Jurassic Express. Great. And they're still losing. Of course. Right. Hashtag duh. Hashtag duh. And then uh, Cage and Taz apparently were on, or Taz was still on commentary, and then Brian Cage joined commentary for Robert Anthony versus John Moxley. Yep. And Moxley won. Moxley won. And then Taz uh, cut a promo on Moxley. Of course. Yep. Yeah. That was dark. That was dark. Yep. AW Dynamite. Dynamite. Person, person. Person, person. Uh, she should be creeper, creep. Creeper, creeper. Because you gotta kill the creeper. Dynamite. Yeah. Kill, right. kill the creeper to get the gunpowder to mix with the sand to make the dynamite. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, this week on Dynamite. We had back on the commentary team. Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. That was cool. It was fun for a little bit anyway. Yeah. Um, we had, we started off with FTR making their debut against the Butcher and the Blade. And this was a good match. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad to see FTR so wrestling again because they're so yeah. fucking good. Right. And then after they hit, all right, what are they calling the Shatter Machine now? Mm-hmm. They got, they hit the Shatter Machine. But they got a new name for it, and I can't remember what it was. Mindbreaker. The Mindbreaker. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't the... Oh, well, then they did the stuff pile well, driver off fin- the top. Oh, yeah, that's the Mindbreaker. That's, that's the Mindbreaker. Mind well, they did the Shatter Machine first and didn't finish with that. Then they did the stuff right. pile driver where one of them went up to the you know climb the rope and jumped off and spiked the dude in yeah. a pile driver down like the brain busters used to do back in the day right. to- totally and that's why it's called the mind breaker yes and that's yeah. why it's called the mind breaker and yes. that was that was dope to see the new finisher and also paying homage mm-hmm. to Arn and Tolly who right. were both in the crowd like taking notes mm-hmm. during this match yeah, like, like they, they wanted to manage right. these guys so so watching this match and I know we talked about it before but 
those two taking notes made me think even more that Cornette is going to be their manager. Like I'm hoping this whole thing's been a giant work this whole fucking right. time. Right. And if someone's going to work people this long and it's, get away with it, it's Jim Cornette because yeah. he knows how to do it. He's not going to fucking break kayfabe. Right. Like, yeah. For anything. Right. Just fantastic. Um, I would love to see one more go with Jim Cornette managing a fucking amazing tag team. The fucking uh, Starship Express. Mm-hmm. Bam. That's the name of the Shatter Machine now. I'm oh, pretty okay. sure. Yeah, I was looking or something like that. Something Express. It was an homage right. to the Midnight Express and okay. a different team. Maybe right. it wasn't Starship, but yeah, Something Express was the name of the move. Nice. I remember that much at least. We'll okay. figure it out. What was next? I don't remember. Uh, well, then after... Oh yeah, the Bucks came the out. Bucks cut came a promo. Out. Yeah, Matt did. Anyways, right. and then the Butcher and Blade tried to attack him again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jimmy, everybody Havoc came out. And, right, Havoc and Sabian jumped in, and then right. Omega and Hangman came out, but Hangman right. didn't get involved really because he had a drink. And right, yeah, the good guys, good guys and quotes because mm-hmm. FTR are not really good guys. They're the guys. Uh right. Yeah, top guys. Top guys. Yeah. So yeah, it was good. It was really good, yeah. And it just shows. And like this segment is almost why, is pretty much the reason why when we get to our top 20 where I put the Young Bucks where I did. Because it just reminded me. Well, I'll get to it. It sets into it for me too. I agree. I I got my reasons for... I think they're similar because you were voicing yours and it's pretty much the same reason. There's a couple of guys that made their company for a long time and that's why they are where they are. Right. Talk about the Jacksons later. They troll. Yeah. Um, Then we got... Oh, this is... No, this is where they did that. Uh, This is the interview with the Natural Nightmares with... Brandy and the coat. Oh, Allie. It was okay. on this show. I thought it was on. So they did. I remember something. seeing it. So yeah. fair enough. I knew I saw it. And I did right. see it. I wasn't wrong. It was just on here. Yeah. So. Fair enough. It um, was good though. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. To go back next. Yes. Penelope <laughs> Ford and Nyla Rose took on Chris Stan- Statlander and Hikaru Shida. I actually really liked that. Um, at one point Nyla Rose had draped the other two over the top rope and did her like flying knee thing off the top mm-hmm. over both of them and they both flipped perfectly with the timing and it was just yeah. it was really well it was done really mm-hmm. it really looked good yeah um and Sabian got involved of course right but Penelope yeah, Ford picked up the victory yeah she did so um, yeah surprise there mm-hmm. but yeah that was cool to see that really that was really dope yeah um I'm happy they're finally starting to do something in the women's division. Right. Build some characters and tell some stories and shit. Let's keep it going, A-dubs. Yep. I'm loving it. Loving it. Uh, we had a vignette with Darby Allen. Um, <laughs> and fucking Tony Hawk. Yeah, with Tony Hawk. You can skate, bro. You don't need doctor's clearance to skate. And then he was like trying to hit a ramp off a fucking ladder and yeah. kept failing. But he did hit it at the end there. It's pretty nice. dope. Nice. It's pretty dope. Yeah, um, Ghost Tony Hawk and Darby Allen were hanging out. It was good times. Right. Because he just like popped in out of nowhere. Right. I know. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck's Tony Hawk doing? Mike Tyson now Tony Hawk? Right. This is dope. I was going to say, I popped when he popped. Yeah, me too. I was excited. That was right. dope. I did not expect it. Mm-mm. 
I mean, it was in black and white as well, which made it even cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we got another Dr. Britt Baker segment. Yeah. Uh, talking about... With Reba. Talking, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, talking about Big Swole. Yes. So, Fuck Big Swole. Fuck Big Swole. Pretty, Pretty much. Big. More or less, that's what she said. Yeah. But in a, in a nicer yeah. way, like a role model. In a, yeah, in a role model kind of way. Right. Yeah. I mean... She I, is a role model. She is. She's my role model. Mm-hmm. I want to be a dentist. Right. I don't want to make toys. Yeah, same. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a dentist. I, I did not. Why. I did not. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be an art teacher for a long time. I don't know why, because I've never had interest, much right. interest in art. I've had some yeah. here and there, but... Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had an interest in art or teaching. I wanted to be an art teacher for some reason. Yeah, not uh, big, not kids big, are weird, dude. Right? I was going to say, I'm not a big fan of kids. So like, Yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, trios match. Mm-hmm. Inner Circle, Santana, Ortiz, and Hagar versus the best friends, Orange Cassidy and those other guys. Trent and Chuck. Yeah. Um, this was fun, too. Yeah, this was good times. This was, yeah. I enjoyed it. Um Best friends end up picking up the win. Orange Cassidy rolled up uh, Ortiz. Yes. Which was dope. Mm-hmm. And then Jericho comes back and helps. They beat the fuck out of Orange he, with oranges. With a bag of oranges. Jesus Christ. And, and at some point, Orange bladed. I don't know when. But, yeah. And then they said that Jericho busted him open. And then right. the best line ever in wrestling. Ever. Blood Orange, you just got juiced. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that is so fucking amazing. Yeah. God damn you, Chris Jericho. It was really good. God damn you. Um, I want that on a shirt. It'll probably be. I'll buy one if it is. That'd be a dope shirt, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But yeah, good times. Yeah, good times. I can't wait for that match, too. Jericho mm-hmm. versus Cassidy. I mean, I guarantee it's going to happen. I don't know if they announced it yet, but it'll probably be on Fighter Fighter Fest. Fuck yeah. It's gonna be, Fighter Fest is going to be dope. Yeah, it's building to be a great card at this point. Yeah. Sucks that we gotta spread over two weeks. I mean, it's cool that it is, but like, whatever. It's gonna be a long six days, man. It'll be worth it. It'll be fine. Um, I'm down. Let's see. Oh, and now Jericho's off commentary after he did. Yeah, after this, he does not go back to commentary for the rest of the show. But he still got Excalibur, Jr. and uh, Tony Schiavone there. Right, Schiavone. 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 Um, MJF. Cut a promo about Jungle pissed off at Jungle Boy because yes. he got a match, mm-hmm. and then he but he deserved MJF deserves it. He did <laughs> that. He was talking shit about Billy Gunn and mm-hmm. Austin Gunn and the Gun Club. Yes, and all that. Is it Gun Club? Mm-hmm. And then they showed up, and yeah, and Wardlow showed up, and right, good times. Yeah. Uh, Spanish Gods went Sammy Guevara took on Colt Boom Boom Cabana. This was fantastic. All yeah, of it. All the match, it. the post match, mm-hmm. everything. This was so fucking good. Yeah. This is this was my match of the week. Yeah. No, I was torn between really this well. and the tag the FTR match, but yeah. this was my match of the week. Okay. I really like this match. Yeah. Um on this show or all week. Cause that's a lot. Cause we had in your house. 
Yeah. And the match on Friday, or on SmackDown, which we'll get to, I want to go back and watch, because I'm pretty sure that's match of the week. I think of the week. No, I think this is my match of the week. Okay. This was really fucking good. Yeah. But it was good. Guevara picks up the win. Um, yeah. And then Uno and Grayson start coming out, or come out, the rest of the Dark Order, and then Birdie Lee just walks out, puts out his hand for Cabana, helps him, him up. And then just walks away. And walks away. away. Helps him get back to his feet. Right. Walks away. And then JR was with the line, what a metaphor. Mm. And I was like, God damn it. That's why JR is one of the greatest right. ever. That was so fucking perfect timing on JR's part. Yeah. It was and, good. And, oh, God damn, JR is dope. Right. When he's on, he's so fucking good, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then after that, I like this too. Because Guevara um, gets on the mic. Like, why are you playing these other people's music? Play my music. I won the match. Yeah. And then Matt Hardy comes out mm-hmm. and uh, starts offering him some vo- uh, uh, advice. Then Sammy and, cuts a promo back on him, but then mm-hmm. different words that Sammy says triggers Matt into transforming. He mm-hmm. ver- transforms into version one and then into uh, Damascus. Right. Yeah. It was a good time. It was good. I really yeah. like the Matt Hardy... Mm-hmm. switching characters and him just going all in with all versions of his character it's so yeah. good like yeah he does it so well too that's why he's I mean he's a fucking mm-hmm. legend right um we probably popped harder for that than The Undertaker because yeah. of the situation right yeah I'm just saying I know and it's the fucking Undertaker right Hardys didn't make me cry though no I guess technically I didn't cry Mm-hmm. I teared yeah. up. I right. teared up. Teared up. Teared up. That's the word. Um, yeah. None of them came out. Right. None of them hit my little cheeks. And, and then, oh, I really like this too. Uh, there was a vignette with Joey Janela on like yes. how he's been down on himself. Yep. He's been he's taking shots in the bar. Right. And he goes to leave, and who pulls up in a white fucking uh, um, car? Corvette, I think it was. Wow. Something, yeah. But Sunny Kiss. It was a convertible, a nice yeah, convertible. Nice convertible. Yeah. And offers him a ride. What are you doing? He's like drinking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Offers so, him a ride and it says to be continued. Teasing them as a tag team. That's that what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. It should be. I'm interested. So. I like um, Joey Janela. I want to see more Janela on my TV. Me too. Me too. And I think, I think they've been trying to do a story arc with him. Seems but like I liked it. what he, because he was like, you know, I was in the main event with Omega, like. Yep. You know, and now here I am, not even on TV. And it was good. Or yeah. for two months, yeah. Yeah, I for two months been, I haven't even been on TV. Right. Which is dope, because he's been in quarantine for the last two right. months. But, but it makes still. it that much better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, oh, oh, wait, we haven't got there. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, we did. Grayson right. and Uno were back when Brody came out. Yeah, I said that. Well, I, I, I had a point I wanted to make there. That's why I'm going back oh, okay. to mention it again, because I forgot to bring it up then. But that means, obviously, that they're letting... Canadians. Canadians back in. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that the Lucha Brothers are going to be back soon as well? I don't know. So they actually start like tagging in their tag team matches and not Lucha their tag team matches? Right. I would be more interested in seeing them. Yeah. Well, Especially Ray. I was going to say, didn't Phoenix get hurt though? Oh, he might still be hurt. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I don't know. Because I was really wanting to see Death Triangle again. And he packed back in my life. Yeah. All right, sorry. I almost forgot about that because that didn't last long. Because <laughs> it's quarantine, right? And things getting hurt, right? Yeah, and then, and then, and then. Uh, oh, 
Dasha tried to interview Cole Cabana and he just ignored her and walked right into the Dark Orders. Yeah, into Brody's, Mr. Brody's Mm -hmm. dressing room. And then um, Marvez interviews, tries to interview Moxley. He starts to. He just doesn't finish it because Taz shows up. Yeah. And while Taz and Moxley are in each other's face, Brian Cage sneaks up from behind and hits Mm -hmm. Moxley and throws him into a trash can and Moxley tries to hit him with a pipe but he gets out of the way and the pipe goes through the win- uh, side of a Chevy Cruze yeah. in the window and then Brian Cage beats the fuck out of Moxley and slams him through the back windshield. Well, not through it but I mean he cracked yeah, and shit underneath it. him. Mm-hmm. It was dope. Yeah. Cage is, like they're that. truly showing him as a machine. Yeah. I actually wanted to win. I kind of do too. They need a heel to come out and just fucking all their heels get beat Right. As soon as they debut. Right. No, I kind of want him to win. I want Cage to win this. Yeah. Uh, and then our main event. Main event! <clears throat> Two weeks in a row for the AEW TNT Championship. Yes. We have it on the main event. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Mark Quinn. Yeah, I was telling BJ off air, so I'll tell you buds now. If Mark Quinn wasn't literally hurt his leg, he's the best seller ever. Because mm-hmm. goddamn, he sold his leg that entire fucking match. Yeah. And then still being able to pull off the moves he did and the flips and shit with that hurt leg, like, even if it's story, what a good fucking story. I like that. Yeah. You overcome adversity like a fucking war hero or some shit. Right. It shows you that, yeah, this kid's, he's ready to be up. I've told you he's, dude, he's a single superstar, like, one of the first times I saw him. Yeah. Party Party got new music. Did you notice? Mm Mm-mm. Yeah, they got new music, and I really like it better than... Nice. Then their old... I hated their old music. Yeah. The lyrics are so fucking stupid. Right. It's a private party, but everyone's invited. Well, then it's not a fucking private party, you dumb motherfuckers. Yep. I hate that. I'm glad they changed it. It's good music, too. Right. I, it's more fitting. Um, yeah. And then... Well, Cody picked up the win. Uh-huh. Uh, and... Truce. Then they were gonna, they were like hugging, and it looked like it was gonna end just like it did last week. And I was about to be pissed. I was like, "This is stupid. Right? Why are we doing this again?" We did, uh, and we didn't because Jack Hager comes out and challenges Cody. Challenges Cody, basically. Yeah, um, yeah, because everyone ended up coming out. Probably yeah, Hardy, Matt Hardy. Yeah, was it was there. a big brawl down and shit. Right. Um, but yeah, still, it was really cool. Yeah, and then. Well, Hager didn't even say anything, too. But here's my thing. So, Fighter Fest is still, what, three weeks away? And Cody says he's going to challenge someone every week. Right. And at the end, he's like, well, Hager, if you want a shot at Fighter Fest, then you got it. Like, why is it got to be at Fighter Fest? Hager didn't ask for it at Fighter Fest. Right. He didn't say a word. But yet, and Cody's supposed to defend every week. That's true. So why is he waiting till fight? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you is know, like, I did I... think about that for a second. Yeah. And then I'm like, please don't let him defend it every week in between. Because then you know he's going to fucking win and there's no point in having the match. Exactly. I hate when they that's do shit like that's that. What, yeah, that's kind of my big problem. Yeah, I hate when they do stuff like that. I agree. That didn't make sense right. from a booking standpoint. Right. Unless he's really not going to wrestle again until then. Right. Or, Which would be bullshit because he said he was going to defend it every week. Right. So... Yeah, I hate that. That's a WWE level of horseshit hit shittery right there. Right. Fuck that. So, I mean, unless they're going to give him squash ish matches. Oh, yeah, if he like squashes Pineapple Pete and right. Alex like Silver people. and shit. Right. Yeah. Long John Silver. So, whatever the fuck his name is. Long John Silver. You know who I'm talking about. The guy. Right. Yeah. But that was AW Dynamite. Right. 
Creeper Creepers. Yeah. And that takes us on to NXT, yeah. Cousin Cousin. Right. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, this is not what I want. I'm trying to think of what happened on NXT this week. I remember being a good show. Yeah. Well, Roddy Strong's going insane. Yeah. Um, that. Yeah, we started off with Adam Cole, Roddy Strong, and Bobby Fish. Right. And, yeah. He uh, keeps, Roddy keeps things. He keeps seeing Dexter. Dexter Loomis in the crowd, but when mm-hmm. like and you see him from certain points of view, but then like when you see from Adam Cole and Bobby Fish looking, he's not yeah. there. Right. And I, I like this. I think it's really well mm-hmm. done. Yeah. Was, I'm enjoying I, this story. He's traumatized. Mm-hmm. He's got PTSD from being kidnapped by Loomis back in your house. Yeah. So which was not in your house, it was in a street. But whatever. In your street. In your street. No, it's our house. In the, in middle, the middle of, of our street. street. Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah, that's valid. That's what it is. That's um, what it is. <laughs> but, no, this was all done. And then... Uh, this was all done. Oh, well done. Oh, and um, then other things happened. And then... Because this was done. Well, then they did a backstage thing, and Keith Lee kind of... Oh, yeah. Uh, ...teases that he wants a shot at the NXT Championship as well. Me too. So, that, that could be fun. Could be. We don't know who his next challengers. Well, we know, but you guys yeah, don't yet because we haven't yet. told you. We're not at the end. We might tell you. Uh, but we had a mixed tag match between Keith Lee and Mia Yim versus Johnny Gargando and Candice LeRae. Yeah, you knew this was going to happen eventually. Right. I thought this was really fun. I liked the... Uh, How did you? The, like, toast that they did mm-hmm. um, where Mia Yim and Keith Lee had Gargano and um, Candice... Like on their shoulders and right. pulled them up like they were gonna power bomb them, but then put them into each other. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Me, Yim's fucking tough. I've been a so, fan of her since she debuted. Yeah, she's the HBI City. Yep. And Blaze Gargano, Gargano does pick up the win with the most devastating move in all of entertainment. So. Surprise! Roll about mm-hmm. it. Nowhere. It was a good roll up, but I like the way they did it. So like Johnny. Um, he hit the final beat on Keith, Keith Lee, Lee on to Candace, and it like knocked her out. And Keith was worried about her. Yep. And then that's when Gargano came and got had to the, roll her up. Got the roll up. Yep. And then he had to carry Candace back out of the ring because she was out. Right. But yeah, he hit that. Um, that DDT where he pops yeah. from the outside over the top rope and then right. just like drops him and it's so brutal looking yeah. but he dropped the final beat. The final beat. That's what I said. I was explaining it to the buds okay. though. Fuck the buds. And he just no they're the buds man. Oh. And then he just drops it around Candace as BJ said and it was like yeah. I didn't expect it and it was like oh at first I thought Candace forgot to move. Mm-hmm. And then I was like oh no that's okay they're telling this story I get it. Let yeah. the story happen Daryl calm down. Right. Yeah I enjoyed it. Uh, it was see, good times. We got a backstage interview with Damian Priest. And then we got a backstage interview with Cameron Grimes. Yeah. Talking shit about Priest and Finn Balor. Why not? So. Why not talk shit about all of them? Right. And then we had um, that new tag team, Indus Sure, that Rinku and Sarab. Yeah. Michael Bivens boys. Yeah. Malcolm Bivens, Michael Bivens, whatever. Bivens. Bivens boys. They took on Mikey Del Bray and Mike Reed. Um, and one. And one. Yeah. Really quickly. They're not very experienced. <coughs> yeah. That was cut out of a 
the one I watched. It was a squash match, but they they look green. Yeah. I'm guessing they're still newer guys who are going to need some time to get developed. Oh, and yeah. So Cameron Regal told Cameron Grimes that he had to face Balor tonight. Yes. He's like, no, I'm hurt. And then he was seen talking. He was like talking. Said his jaw was hurt from where. uh, Oh, because Priest hit him. Yes. And then he was trying to flirt with some girls. And he got caught. He had, yeah, the referee had Regal on the iPad. I love that Regal's still the general manager, even though he can't leave the UK. Technology, man. Just, I know, like, they're just carrying him around on an iPad. It's a smart way to go about it. Mm-hmm. I like it. So, um. There was a TV show once where, like, a guy did something similar. He put his head on a robot, like a computer monitor on a robot that was attached to a webcam or yeah. something. I don't know what the fuck it was, but. Yeah. The weird thing about it is the memory strikes me as something I watched before those things were technologically known to me as a child. Like before yeah. I knew cell phones existed. Mm-hmm. Outside of like, maybe Zach Morris's. Yeah. Which was gigantic. Love Zach Morris's phone. I wish I could get one of those now. Yeah. But with a smartphone thing, like... Screen instead screen. of just the yeah, right. 12 digits or... Right. Well... You probably get a case, I bet you. That like looks that. like that, yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, Robert Stone tried to recruit Rhea Ripley. Yeah, Rhea didn't go for it. No, she punched him. And threw him into a yeah, garbage threw him can. into a body slammed him in a garbage can. I think it was a body slam. Yeah, it was a body slam. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Yeah, and then Cameron Grimes took on Finn Balor. Yeah, and won. And won. Finn Balor won. Yep. So, like, what's I don't the know. point? Right. That's my question. Is what right. was the point? I didn't understand this. Unless he was going to be the one to challenge, to start challenging Adam Cole. Which spoiler alert he won't be. Right. And so I'll just put that yeah, out there. Cuz why is he going over Damian Priest? Why is he going over right. like both of them, you know? I get one of them winning. Or Especially cuz like they've been it seems like they've been trying like I don't know, they've been like Grimes has been sort of start stop. It feels yeah. like they're going to start pushing him and then they just crush him and then right. they're going to start pushing him and then they beat him again and it's like maybe they don't know what to do with him. Well, they, but yeah. I really like Cameron Grimes. So then he does. I mean, he calls out Keith Lee, oh, but that's... like I don't know. So I get I, that could be a fun match. Keith, Keith Lee, Lee and, and Cameron Grimes and Finn Balor. No, Finn Balor called. Oh out yeah, Keith that could Lee. be a fun match. I agree but with it, that. Still, I don't know. Me either. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Casey Catanzaro took on Dakota Kai, and Dakota Kai picks up the win. Yeah, Captain and Team Kick. Yeah. Bam. Yep. And then, oh, and she says she's coming after the women's championship. Yeah, whatever. Um, sure you are. Oh, and then this, uh, we're going to hear from our cruiserweight champion next, Ohio Dale Fantasma. This was stupid. Oh, my God. I loved this. This was dumb as fuck. I kind of liked it. Uh, Fantasma, well, he goes to talk, and then Drake Maverick comes out. Yep. And, you know, tells him he wants another match. Like I did like that part, because he's like, yeah. look, I've been so distracted, and I still almost beat you for the championship, and now, like, I have mm-hmm. a contract, and all the worries are off my mind, and now I'm completely focused, and I think I can beat you, and I want to go again. Yeah. And 
El Hio said some shit in Spanish, and then the kidnappers came out, and I was actually like, oh, fuck, this is going to get good. Yeah. And they pop up on the ring, and fucking Phantasma and Drake go back to back, ready to fight off the kidnappers, and then Phantasma, like, turns around and attacks Drake Maverick from behind, and they all beat him down, and this is still good and fine. Right. And then the two kidnappers take off their masks, Mm -hmm. and it's fucking Raul Mendoza, and whatever the other fucking guy's name is, mm-hmm. meaning these two fucking guys kidnapped them fucking selves. Yeah. What the fuck? That doesn't make any goddamn Joaquin sense. Walking Wild. Wild. Thank you. That's stupid. It doesn't make any fucking sense. They faked their own. It's stupid. No, he kidnapped them and turned them. Maybe it's kind of like a, almost like a Dark Order thing. Maybe. Where he, yeah, because he kidnapped them and turned them and then they started kidnapping or beating down other people. But then he took his mask off. they were off. the only ones kidnapped. They were That's beating, true. They were beating down people and leaving them away. Fair enough. Not I kidnapping. I, I, yeah, I didn't get that. I but anyway. And then... But yeah, and then, yeah, he takes his mask off too. And yeah, and he's beating. now Santos Escobar. Right. Which is awful. Yeah. Awful name. Right. Santos Escobar. What right. the fuck? Okay. Yep. Pablo Escobar. Whatever. Um, what was it? Fucking drug McDealer. Yeah. That's what Adam said on Ups and Downs this week. Mm-hmm. They should have just called him Drug McDealer right. at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or uh, Drugs McDealer, maybe. Yeah, Drugs McDealer. It was plural. Yes. Not just one. Multiple drugs. Yes. Uh, then they announced some stuff for next week. Um, we're gonna get Shotzi and Tegan mm-hmm. versus whoever wins the women's tag team championship match. Yes, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get Imperium uh, versus Brizongo for the tag team championships. Yeah, we knew it was gonna happen eventually, but right. they finally gave it a date. Yep. Next Wednesday, and we had NXT or yeah NXT champion Adam Cole taking on Dexter Loomis. Yeah. Uh, so it was a good match. I disagreed with the finish right but I got it Adam Cole wins because of because of Roddy Strong right it was a distraction which Um, that's the only reason I was okay with it yeah and I was gonna say I feel like more of the feud is Roddy and yeah Loomis than Adam and Loomis it might be Adam Loomis later or something but But that's what it's building Adam Cole starts to celebrate Mm -hmm. and then the lights go out and Carrying Cross's music hit, right. and there's Scarlet Bordeaux. Right. And she carries an hourglass to the ring and mm-hmm. sets it down in a spotlight yeah. and starts it, flips it over, and starts it yep. and just walks away. Yep. And I'm like, that's how you fucking right. challenge somebody. That was, that was one of my favorite challenges ever. Ever. That was fantastic. Like, it was so well done. It made so much sense for his character. Right. Especially coming off, you know, that strong six fucking minute win. Yeah. Like, ah, it was so good. It was good. It was really good. Yep. And that was NXT. That was NXT. Cousin Cousin. Right. Um, alright. Smackdown Live. Smackdown Live, sister, sister. 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 Uh, oh, so there's... Backlash contract signing. Okay. Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. <laughs> I'm so glad we get this. This is so ridiculous. I didn't watch it. Thank okay, so I read it. I didn't. But so what happened was Jeff Hardy comes out and Sheamus comes out with like a doctor and a security guard and they're holding like a towel or a 
cover or something. And Seamus comes out and he's like, I'm not getting, uh, I'm not getting, or I'm not signing this contract until he takes a piss test. And then they like made him take a piss test in the middle of the ring right. and put this thing up and he peed in a jar and it was like full. It was a huge fucking jar too. And they dipped the thing in it that's oh supposed God, to do it in minutes. And then Seamus was still talking shit and blah, blah, blah. And Jeff Hardy gets pissed off and throws the jar of piss in his face. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> yeah. That's awful. And that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's that. And then he signs the contract and leaves. <laughs> the fuck? Right. Okay. Sure, why not? Thanks, SmackDown. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. And then when we get back from commercial, Seamus is in the washroom rinsing his mouth out with mouthwash. Oh, so poor he got the piss in his mouth. That's gross. And uh, the poor doctor Seamus. comes in and tells him that the results are negative. Oh. So Jeff Hardy is clean. And they're going to have their match. Excellent. Fuck. What the fuck? This is ridiculous. I like it. Why not? Right. Fuck, shit just happens. Right. Let's go. All right. What's next? Uh, the New Day <laughs> took on Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, okay. Um, that could have been fun. Yeah. The New Day, um, they started off with a really cool, like, uh, they came down, when they came out to the ring, they, like, knelt and put their fist out, and they had armbands. I saw their armbands, They yeah. had the armbands for the, um... People that were some of the victims, the yeah, some of the victims of police brutality, right? So, yeah, I like. To I say, saw that. I like to say murder by the police makes it sound worse. Yeah, it makes it sound more like what it actually is. So, right? Yeah, I yeah. like that. You're right. Yeah. Murdered by the police. Right. Um. So yeah, uh, but no, they did. From what I saw, they did have a really good match, and Cesaro and Nakamura actually picked up the win. What? Yeah. Cesaro never wins. Right. Nakamura picked up the win for the team, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cesaro didn't win. Nakamura won right. for the team. Yeah. Cesaro never wins, which right. is stupid, but whatever. Right. I miss um, Cesaro. Okay. And then this, I watched this. This is fucking fantastic. Okay. Because uh, obviously it's is heavy it machinery. Nervous? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Tucky's back. Isn't it always? I'm glad. Yeah. I miss Tucky. And he's getting. He's getting Otis ready for his match, and Otis is blindfolded. And <laughs> so he's, and Tucker's like, you know, it's not just about sight. You got to get uh, ready for your match tonight. You got to get all your senses, like your hearing. And he, he rings a bell, and he's like, oh, that's a bell. <laughs> and then he puts, like, uh, you know, in, like, or in your smell, he puts, like, a plate of hamburgers, and he's like, oh, that smells good. And then, and then Mandy walks in and kisses him. And he's like, he said, Tucky, I appreciate the motivation, but, <laughs> and then Tucker pulls off the mask <laughs> and it was Mandy and That's he was awesome. happy that it was Mandy, but yeah, it was fucking great. I might have to go back and try to find that. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, those two are fucking fantastic. Agreed. Um, and then what we had was, should have been the main event. Main event. 38 minute match. For the Intercontinental mm. Championship. Oh. AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. Is that like six commercial breaks? Uh, let's see here. One, <laughs> two, three, oh. four, four. Four. Four commercial breaks. breaks. God damn. Um, yeah. AJ won? Yeah. AJ win, uh, won. He's now one away from the uh, 
Grand Slam. Yep. But he is a Triple Crown. Yes. He has won the WWE, the Intercontinental, and the U.S. Yep. So He just needs those tag teams. Right. Um, but yeah, from everything I saw, and I watched a few clips and stuff, it was I this a fantastic match. match. Yeah, I'm like, going to go back and watch this too. Um, there was a good minute and a half where they were just reversing each other's submissions and stuff, and which was great. Those guys. Um, and then the finish was really good. T- oh my God. So Daniel Bryan went for the flying knee and AJ just caught him in midair into the styles. Nice. That's right. dope. Those two guys though, honestly, <laughs> if Daniel Bryan wouldn't have got hurt, when you look at the best oh, of the yeah. last decade, they'd be one and two. Yeah. They'd probably be AJ Styles and then Daniel mm-hmm. Bryan like just behind AJ Styles. Right. right. And Yeah, but those can't three teach years that. or whatever. Yeah, that three and a half years yeah. or whatever that Daniel Bryan was out just right. didn't give him enough material to Right. But yeah, from what I said and then but then yeah, phenomenal forearm after that and got the win. So. Surprised he needed anything after Styles clash. Right. God damn, that move should always finish. That's, what that's I thought brutal. Too, but whatever. You can kill people with that fucking move. Yeah. He almost killed James Ellsworth. Actually, he saved James <laughs> Ellsworth's life in that one. But whatever. Right. Anyways, what was after that then? Um, what are we getting? Next? An interview with Braun Strowman. Why not? He is our champion. Yeah, because he's going to team up with Otis and Tucker versus Miz, Morrison, and someone. Okay. At the end of the night. Um, oh, Bailey and Sasha had a celebration that got interrupted by Alexa, Nikki, and the double iconics because obviously they're having a triple threat later or the at backlash, yes, for the titles. So. so, double iconics are on both shows this week, yes, nice. They need more exposure, I know, yeah, I wish. they're iconic. Um, Kayla Braxton, <laughs> I just got that. I, I didn't get that when you said it. I just got that. Caleb <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Braxton interviewed Ms. Morrison. And Ms. got her... Uh, I don't know. Oh, there was a music video or something. I don't know. I, have no, I didn't watch Smackdown, so... Me either. Yeah. Um, Fair and then the main event was main event. oh god damn it. oh it was Corbin was the other one oh so that Corbin yeah whatever Ms. Morrison right against yeah and Tucky and Otis and Otis got the caterpillar on Ziggler one two one. three mm-hmm. I loved I saw someone on Reddit today it was like I just got why he does the caterpillar because it's their heavy machinery, heavy machinery. <laughs> and it's uh, yeah it's great funny. Uh, and then, yeah, all three and Mandy Rose. Um, celebrated? Celebrated. Yay! And it seemed, I guess it seemed to tease a Corbin and Otis feud out of this. So Whatever. I mean, if you can have... If I keep getting Otis on my TV, he can right. feud with whoever the fuck he wants to I was going to say, yeah, hell, let's have Otis and Corbin. Because if Otis he's on SmackDown, then I'll get to see him on pay-per-views, which I still watch the WWE right. pay-per-views. So. Oh, and they also announced on this show that Matt Riddle will uh, debut next week. On SmackDown? Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Put him on Fox. Yeah. He's a name known right. by some outside of the WWE right. wrestling community. So, That's yeah. They're hoping. News and rumors? News and or rumors. Um, <laughs> what you got? Um, there was a tweet this uh, this week going out 
Also, mm-hmm. these are absolutely no fucking order. I usually try to order them. I didn't get to that this week. It's fucking. Okay. Uh, WrestleNomics debunks Stephanie McMahon's claim that WWE has been hugely profitable. Okay. And she also said that it more than doubled what they were doing on pay-per-view. And they proved that that's not true whatsoever. Mm. So, again, them lying probably. So yeah. their stocks are better. Yeah. Um, former NWA television champion... Absolute Ricky Starks mm-hmm. has signed a deal with AEW yeah. and will be debuting soon, probably. Yeah, I heard as early as Wednesday. And I heard the, which sucks because you know he's going to lose now, against, but it's right. going to be against Cody for right. the TNT Championship as a surprise yeah. challenger. That should open up the show. So, yeah. Uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter this week, we're talking about uh, Howard Stern was asking on his podcast yeah, what happened to Goldust and was informed that he wrestles for AEW by an intern or a staff member or some mm. such. And Stern asked, what's AEW? And Robin Quivers, who is still his mm. co-host all these years later, right. I don't listen to Howard Stern, so I didn't realize, yeah. but goddamn, uh, answered it saying it's a backyard wrestling federation. Yeah. So that kind of right. sucks. Right. But it kind of does really show how much WWE has mm-hmm. a hold on what professional wrestling is. Right. So that even if something is well presented from a production standpoint on a big network like TNT, mm-hmm. is still considered backyard wrestling by non-wrestling fans. Right. Kind of sucks. But if they just watch it. That's the thing, is though, is that you know right. they're not gonna. No, I know. Um. The WWE has consolidated both writing teams for Raw and SmackDown into one team, which is now mm-hmm. going to be led by Brother Love himself, Bruce Prichard. Yep. Paul Heyman, uh, Paul Heyman is now going to concentrate on his role as in-ring performer, which he hasn't done since before COVID. So, right. there you be on that. Yep. Um, apparently, at least according to a Wrestling Observer as well, a lot of wrestlers on Raw are actually worried about what's going to happen to them now that Paul Heyman lost his spot, and they're afraid they might lose their spots or their recent pushes. Uh, um, the, hopefully Black's not one of them. The word is the only two people or entities that are safe mm-hmm. from the wrath of Bruce Prichard because of Vince McMahon himself are Drew McIntyre and the Street Profits. Oh, okay. And everyone else may not be safe. Right. So... That's what, because I know Aleister Black was a huge Heyman, yeah. and I really hope... Me too. I hope Bruce Pritchard sees it as well. Yeah. I can get Vince to see it. Um, I also saw, although it was not from such a reputable source, that um, uh, there may even be some more firings or releases from contracts from Raw due to this change as well. Uh, um. Uh, back to Observer, they mentioned WWE had plans to do a Queen of the Ring tournament this oh, summer. Yeah. But because of the pandemic, it's not going to happen. Uh, and then I also saw elsewhere, I don't remember where, that WWE just said that to make it look like they were going to do a special for the women without actually having to do it because there's no reason they couldn't do it without a crowd because they've done everything else they've done without a crowd, right. including that fucking WrestleMania. That was my first thought. So honestly, you know what I would love to see? You do that in the fall. Between SummerSlam. Do King of the Ring in the summer between like WrestleMania and SummerSlam. Right. Fuck right. yeah. That would be cool. 
Um, and then and, once but, a year, and have Mania, it lead they get to, to fight each other. Right, but have it lead to Evolution and have the championships at Evolution. Or the finals. Be, yeah, and that could be cool. Finals and semifinals. Mm-hmm. That could be and cool. And you do the same thing. You, you, know, you can do King of the Ring to whatever. Okay. Backlash, That's neat. I don't know. There, there have been rumors. They've also been reported that they're not true as well. So I've seen both that this Mm -hmm. is true and this is not true. That Mr. Vince Russo Mm -hmm. is currently working for Impact Wrestling again. Um, PW Insider though says that it's not true. So coming from a source like them, it's probably not the case. However, PW Insider did say that there was a plan in place for him to possibly come back. And no place like home event, but it, that had been already happened, and he didn't come back. So okay. okay. Um, other impact news that I've been seeing rumors that Heath Slater has signed with Impact, okay, and that they might actually team him back up with Rhino again. Oh, that and would be have fun. those guys working together in Impact again, and I think that could be a good time too. <clears throat> yeah, I enjoyed enjoy. their work in WWE. Yeah, they were hilarious together. Um. <clears throat> And then the last thing I have for news and rumors this week is I saw some reports that either Charlotte herself or somebody close to Charlotte has Mm -hmm. been trying to push the idea of Charlotte challenging for the WWE championship. I saw that too. Not the women's championship, but the one that Drew McIntyre is currently carrying over his shoulder. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. Like, I'm cool with it in Impact. Because, right. you know, Impact has a bit more of an indie feel to it. Right. But WWE doesn't ever break that intergender barrier. Yeah. And if a woman's going to do it, I think she's the right one. Right, for sure. But then I think that also opens up the door to more intergender matches. And I think the fear there becomes women start getting injured in matches by men. Mm-hmm. And with... The current way things are changing in our world, especially here in the United States, I don't think that's something WWE yeah. wants to toy around with. Right. Is any kind Unless, of idea of violence right. against women or anything like right. that. Unless it was one of those cinematic ones where they could... Now that could be fun. That could be fun. I mean, right. the cinematics have really been hit or miss from WWE yeah. so far, but... Right. I mean, but as long as half of them are hits, I'm cool with them to keep doing it. Right. I couldn't see her like I couldn't see her beating Drew McIntyre. No, I agree. Like that doesn't seem very realistic to me. Unless he was like already hurt coming into the match or something. But now I could see her like Seth Rollins. Yeah, I was gonna say currently. Honestly, I think I would love this fucking match. Her and AJ Styles for the IC title could be phenomenal. That could be dope. Well, of course it will be. It's what AJ Styles does. He makes every match phenomenal. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, that's all I got for news okay. and rumors. What do you got for us, BJ? So, uh, Zach Ryder said on his podcast, uh, remember the Otis and Mandy sketch where by the pool and all that? Yeah. For like yeah, times? I did see this. Yeah, apparently they asked Chelsea Green if they could use their pool mm-hmm. and that to is do the, the boyfriend of Zack Ryder. Right. He was like, he was pissed. Yeah. I would be pissed too. Like, like you, you just fire me and now you want to use my pool? Fuck you. Right. For free? Right. Fuck you. Get the fuck out yeah. of here. Bullshit. Right. So. I agree. That's WWE for um, you though. Yeah. WWE. Poor Elias. Elias is hurt again. Oh, I didn't hear about this. Yeah. Uh, he's out torn peck. Oh, damn. Yeah. 
So I think that's 9 to 12. Did they kill him on TV and he just bounces back like it's nothing? But right. like when he's not on TV, he's always getting hurt. Yeah. That sucks. Well, so, hopefully we'll see him here in three months or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Cena. John Cena's awesome. John Cena so um, John Cena He donated $1 million this I did week see this. to Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And there was some cool, just some fun comments on it. I liked... Uh, John Cena is what Hulk Hogan pretended to be his whole career. <laughs> yes. That is so true. I didn't see that, but that is true. Yeah. I like that. Um, and then, but there's apparently people out there saying that he did it just for the PR and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, when the fuck ever did John Cena do something good apparently, just for the yeah, PR? The, this is apparently a person that doesn't know that John Cena has done like more Make-A-Wishes right. ever. Twice as many. As anybody else ever has. Right. And like try to do it as on the DL as possible other right. than the ones that are obviously like at WrestleManias and shit yeah. because that's a whole different deal altogether. Right. So How many Make-A-Wishes have you granted? Right. Shut the yeah. fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. A lot more than you have. Right. Uh, Randy Orton was on the After the Bell podcast this week. Is that Corey Graves podcast? Yeah. Okay. I don't listen and to it. And there was two, two things he said uh, that were kind of interesting. So, first, he did confirm that AJ Styles is a flat earther. Yeah, I did see that. I saw that in a, in a Reddit post. Mm-hmm. And I guess I must not obviously didn't save it for news. Yeah. But I did see that. And also, um, Austin Theory, like, because his finisher is like the fireman's carry into the stunner type. Yeah, into a cutter. Into a cutter. Um, And he actually approached Randy Orton and asked his permission. To do it? To do it. Oh, nice. Right? And Randy Orton was, like, so impressed. That's that's old school respect right there. Right. And, like, yeah. And this kid's smart, man, because... Out of anybody, if you can get on Randy Orton's good side... Yeah, that's the side of Randy Orton yeah. you want to be on. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that's half the reason for what he's getting right now. Randy Orton's going to go down as one of the best wrestlers to ever live. Yeah. Imagine if he would have tried the whole time. Right. Right. I don't want to say that. That that doesn't sound right. No, it is Would have right, been though. more interested. I don't want to say he didn't try, because that's not fully fair. He still had decent matches. It's not like right. he was wrestling bad matches. Well, that's the thing. It's just when he's bored, no. you can tell he's bored. Right. No, it's honestly, like, he didn't try, and those matches were that good. Okay. Like, that's the I thing. Should, I, can, I guess I can see what you're saying. <laughs> like, he's that good without even trying. Right. Imagine how good he would be. We're kind of saying the same thing. It is, but, yeah, like, yeah. Taking off. I like that. But, no, I yeah. agree, because you're right. It's the same thing, but at the end of the day, if he would have... Given the same right. interest and effort to everything he did, right, he might be better than John Cena. Yeah, he's not. No, he's close. Close. But I um, mean, John Cena sucks, and right. I don't say that about very many other wrestlers. Right. Kurt Angle, but he's a Hall of Famer, so um, we already know he's dope. Okay, so I got two more. Okay. Um, actually, no. Let's get the sad one. I forgot about the sad one. Sad one. Mr. Wrestling 2 passed away. I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh. He passed away this week. I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, condolences to his family. Right. Um, then the other two. Uh, Sasha Banks has a new jacket out, and it sold out in under an hour. Wow. Which is the highest quantity sellout for a female superstar hmm. ever. Um, and it's ugly as fuck. Like... I would never wear something. That's like all that. that. Oh, it's her on the jacket. Yeah, she's okay. on the jacket. Oh, that's and, pretty like, awful. It's blue and 
like 90s. Why that? I don't know. It's Maybe really nostalgia? Ugly. I don't know. But it's sold out in like under an hour. But to go look If you're going to bring it's... back fucking nostalgia jackets, give me the fucking football right. starter jackets. You remember those things? Yeah. Fucking yeah, pullovers, those dude. Those were the best. I had like 20 Cowboys once right. when I was a kid. Great. I had Dolphins ones. I still, My mom was I a Cowboys fan, so she bought Cowboy stuff. Great. I still have one. And the starters were the yep. best. And the last story I had. Okay. Uh, Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas. Who debuted yeah. in the Cruiserweight tournament. Yep. Uh, had they actually had an interview with him for People Magazine? Okay. And today I learned. Well, so he said he came out and said that uh, he doesn't want to be known as the gay wrestler. So today I learned uh, Jake Atlas is gay. Like not like I care, but I'm just like right? I would have never known or cared if good friend I wouldn't have saw this article. So great. He was fulfilling what he wanted. It's news whether you hear about it or not. It's right. a real thing that happens. So. Right. I'm just saying, like, yeah. So and it's our attempt to report it. Right. It's what I call um, what we do here as an attempt. Yeah. We attempt. Yeah. <laughs> but this is the best thing about wrestling. Like, I don't. I mean, right. well, I mean, it doesn't matter. Me personally, in life, I I don't always like either, that. Right? But wrestling like, or not, I don't give a fuck. Right. You do you. Like. I mean, I have a really good friend who's gay. Like. Right. I don't give a shit. Right. I'm happy for him that he's happy. Yeah. That's the best part. Right. I like seeing my friends happy. He's kind of a whore, but it's fun. As I understand it, I don't have any actual direct proof of it, but I do understand it to be a true story. So, yeah. So, that was it for news and rumors? Yeah. All right. Backlash wants and wills then? Sure. I guess we'll do that. Yeah. I don't even know what the whole card is, honestly. Uh, I don't watch Raw or SmackDown. So, what do we got, BJ? Pre-show. Pre-show. I don't know if this is pre-show or not. Fair enough. But I just have... I don't... Um, Seamus. Jeff Hardy. Uh, I want Jeff Hardy. Will Seamus. Yep. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Um, Apollo Crews versus Andrade for the United States Championship. Want and will Apollo Crews. Yep. Easy there. <laughs> um... <clears throat> Bailey and Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus the Double Iconics for the Women's Tag Team Championships. I want Double Iconics yep. and this to lead to the split for Bailey and Sasha to yeah. feud. Okay. Um, but I want... Oh, no, maybe not. I do want that, but I don't know if I want it yet. I do want the Iconics to win. I guess I can leave it at that for now. Yeah. Will, I think Sasha and Bailey are going to retain, honestly. Yeah, I I agree. On, like, this is <laughs> like, yeah, because I want the Iconics. It's one of it's these cards. It's great. But uh, Bailey and Sasha, yeah, I don't think it's going to be yet. I think they're going to tease it, and they're going to like almost lose because of a miscommunication, miscommunication yeah. or something. But yeah, I don't think it's going to happen yet. Me either. It's too soon. SummerSlam-ish. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they break up at SummerSlam or if they're going to face at SummerSlam. I think they I lose. Like, I think they lose at SummerSlam yeah. to break up, and you right. have it maybe in Survivor Series or yeah, maybe you actually do a Queen of the Ring and right. that's your like co-main event. That would be dope. And then for the SmackDown Women's Championship, mm-hmm. and then the main event's the winner of the Queen of the Ring. Yeah. Okay. Um, Oscar versus Nia Jax. Oscar uh, want and will yes. Um, Universal Championship two-on-one handicap match. Miz and Morrison versus Braun Strowman. Want Miz and Morrison, Will Braun Strowman. Yeah, same. 
I would love to see this in more. Me too. It's just co-universal champ. Right. That'd be great. I think it'd be great. I'm totally, mm-hmm. I might actually turn on the T, turn them on my TV and watch them too. Right. Next. Uh, WWE Championship, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Drew McIntyre won and will. Yep. yep. <laughs> and Edge versus Randy Orton in the greatest, greatest wrestling ever. 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 Edge won and will. Yeah. Yeah. I think Edge is going over. I hope so. No difference between us. Right. We tied this pay-per-view. Not yep. surprising. No. This All is right. Cool. Here it is, Buds. Right. For those of you new to the Buds Watch Wrestling Podcast, BJ and I have been counting down the top 100 wrestlers of the 2010 decade and have been reordering them as we see fit. Yep. So every week we watch two matches, one from uh, two different wrestlers as we move on down the list. So like, for example, next week we'll be getting to number 60 and number 59, and we'll get mm-hmm. to those names a little bit later. Uh, but yeah. this week we are reordering numbers 80 mm-hmm. through 61 yep. for all you list fans out yep. there. And um, we'll lock in through 71. Yes, we lock in the bottom 10, and the next 10 get to continue on mm-hmm. as we redo 10. So, yeah. uh, BJ, you want to kick us off? You do the evens, and I'll do the odds? Sure. Sweet. Uh, number 80 was originally Frankie Kazarian. <laughs> and that is where I have Frankie Kazarian. Same. We both have Frankie there. Yeah. Yep. You're um. I was going to say something about Frankie, about why he's here, but, like, really, not, here's the deal with this. So, for this list here, for the most part, mm-hmm. the, the first ten we do, if you want to hear a more detailed analysis of the bottom couple here, yeah. go listen to the last time we did this, the last reorder, right. because we didn't change guys down here at the bottom. So, uh, number 79 was originally Braun Strowman, and right. this is where I put Andrade Cien Almas. Mm-hmm. And I put Luke Harper. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Um, which do you have? Did you lock in Luke Harper? Yes. Oh, okay. Before. We'll mm-hmm. get there. No, we'll get there. Why do we not see it? You won't see oh, it. Oh, I see it. <laughs> you won't see it. Okay. <laughs> He's not there. He's imagining. Right. Uh, 78 was Sting. Mm-hmm. This is where I put Braun Strowman. And this is where I put Luke Harper or Brody Lee for all you AEW fans out yeah. there. Right. I wonder if we have more AEW fans or WWE fans. I would imagine AEW. Probably. Or maybe NXT. I don't Because we don't. Well, tell us on we Twitter. We actually watch we'll those. We'll give you those handles at the end. Yeah. It's really easy, though. Yeah, number 77 was originally Bobby Fish. And we actually both put Marty Scroll here. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, the villain. Mm-hmm. He stayed there. Yep. Uh, 76 was Kota Ibushi. And this is where I put Bobby Fish. And I actually made the first change on my list here. This is where I mm-hmm. dropped El Messias to. Just wasn't a fan. Um, but I, you buds know if you've been around for a little bit, I'm not a fan of lucha wrestling. It's not right. my thing. I like stories with my wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number 75. Yeah, 75 was originally Swama, who we both actually locked in last time. Yeah. And uh, this is where I put Bobby Fish. Yeah, and I put Goto. Mm-hmm. Hiroki. Goto. Yes, Hiroki Goto. Yeah. Don't want to confuse with the other Godos. Nope. And 74 was Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. and this is where I put Elmasias. And this is where I put Hiroki Goto. Right. So we just kind of twisty-turned those up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So. This is where my list starts to divert, though. Yeah. Is after Goto. Right. Yep. That's you, man. Oh, yeah. Number 73 was originally Ryback, who we locked in previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where I put Pete Dunn, and the reason for this is... 
This was a tough one, but basically Pete Dunne kind of is not solely, but hugely responsible for bringing the United Kingdom wrestling scene to the attention of America. Right. And a lot of Americans, including myself, yeah. you know, the whole Mustache Mountain crew, right. all three of them, really. But That's him, actually why I put him up further. Well, when I get to the next couple, I'll talk about why they're ahead of him. But mm-hmm. that's why he fell ahead of Hiroki Goto and Bobby okay. Fish. So okay. yeah. that's my 73. Yeah, Who do you I'll got, Jane? Yeah. Uh, 73. This is where I put Kodo Bushi. Yeah. So I put him, yeah, decently lower than you. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, in my opinion, with Abushi, it's like he, I mean, he's a great wrestler. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, the first half of the decade, he was in. DDT. He was in joke matches. He right. was in stuff like that. I get it. And he's just now hitting his peak. And I mean, he's even way opinion. higher in this decade if right. he can maintain this level of and performance. That's, that's kind of my thing. I get that. I yeah. I think he was just getting. I mean, he was just getting started in the last decade. And yeah, I get it. He's got room to grow. I once, agree. Once we're on season, uh, I gave him room to grow on my yeah. list still too. Well, so, not yet. I guess he's not season. Spoiler: 13. He won't be locked in for me. Season thirteen of Buds Watch Wrestling will will compare. Yeah. So it'd be interesting. Twenty thirty. Why not? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's you. You're next. Sorry. Oh. Uh, seventy two. Uh, seventy two was Doctor Wagner Junior. Yeah. This is where I put EC three. Yeah. This is where I put Matt Jackson yeah. and. Uh, the reason for me was because, mm-hmm. one, he's this high on the list because he kind of re-brought tag team wrestling to or <laughs> back to the forefront of wrestling again. Not not just him, obviously yeah. him and his brother Nick, who's next on my list, spoilers. Mm-hmm. And to me, the entire tag team division means more than just the United Kingdom scene. Yeah. And that's why I put the Jacksons ahead of Pete Dunne <clears throat> okay. on my list. Yeah. Right. Um, do you want to talk about why EC3 is here or anything yeah. to say about um, on yours? Okay, so I'll, I'll get more into it when I get... Because, like, okay. to me, the next five... Are your where I'm at right now, story. I guess. Kind yeah. of what I'm telling with Like, it all needs one. a story. And, yeah, EC3's back there because, yeah... I'm telling was, my stories from Pete Dunne to, to right. Tommaso Ciampa, basically. That's what I'm telling. Right. And my... Yeah. This is dope. But, like, so... E- if you yeah, want to wait, three, that's fine. Yeah, let's wait. It's once fine. We get, you want to once do it, we man. get to 68. However you want to do it. Yeah, when we get to 68, I'll explain. Number 71 was originally Hiroki Goto. And this is where I put Nick Jackson. And I actually just said what I said. I just feel right. like Nick is a better performer. I think mm-hmm. Matt's better on the microphone, but I think Nick's the better wrestler. Right. And to me, the in-ring ability means more than a good promo. Right. Because you can get a manager to cut a good promo for you. That's why we have guys like Jim Cornette and Bobby Heenan to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's why Nick Jackson's ahead of Matt. Okay. And this is where I put Champa. Yeah. Tommaso Champa. Tommaso Champa. Right. Mm-hmm. That one. 70 was our truth Yes. And this is where I put Pete Dunn. Mm-hmm. This is where I put EC3. Um, EC3 is, is, he's Impact. Right. He's the only reason I knew what Impact Wrestling was, because I had heard of him from it, mm-hmm. um... Although, to be fair, really, it should be AJ Styles. He's the reason I heard of yeah. of it. Um, but, yeah, we haven't got to AJ Styles yet. Right. But EC3 kept, similar to how Matt Jackson kept tag team going, mm-hmm. EC3 kept impact going and keeping an entire company going with one guy for a little while there. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Right. So that's why I put him this far up on my list. Okay. 
Um, 69 was originally El Messias, and this is where I put Kota Ibushi. Okay. And the reason I put him ahead is actually kind of the reason you put him behind is because he spent the early part of this uh, decade in DDT doing goofy shit with Kenny Omega and other guys in DDT. But, I mean, they were a tag team. Him and Omega were a tag team and rivals and tag team and rivals and tag team. And it's told such an amazing story that's weaved from organization to organization all the way up to New Japan. Mm -hmm. And as you buds know, I'm a sucker for a good story. Yeah. So that's why Kota Ibushi is so far ahead of mine because he told one of my favorite stories along with Kenny Omega and eventually the entire Bullet Club, which is now the Elite and AEW Wrestling. Like just, And the story's still going with Kota staying in Japan because Kenny told him to so he could live his dream of being champion right. there first. And then eventually he still might come to AEW and keep this shit going, dude. Yeah. So I'm fucking in. I'm invested. It's a good story. It's pulling on my heartstrings. Kotobushi number sixty-nine. Okay. This is where I put He's Matt, the magic man. This is where I put Matt Jackson. Yes. And then sixty-eight was Nick Jackson. That's where I kept Nick Jackson. Mm-hmm. So here's my story on everything. Gotcha. All right. So in my opinion, EC three. Yes. All right. He's at the back because yeah. When you think of EC three, he was the only one of the one of two good things probably on. Impact for years, for years, right? But in, at the end of the day, it was still a dying promotion. He still couldn't draw more people in. It was a die, you know, right? So to me, that's smaller. So that's why he's back there. Next, I have Tommaso Ciampa. Okay, Ciampa was the star of NXT, yeah, and was the top of NXT for the past three years or so. Had great stuff on the indies. But with NXT, he came in and he was the star and held that together. But it was already an established brand. Yep. I get that. Pete Dunne, on the other hand, yeah, he revived a whole country's scene and had WWE create a whole TV show, new TV show and stuff based on, because of him and Mustache Mountain. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Those three guys. Right. Really him and Tyler Bate, to be fair. Nothing yeah. against Trent, but... Right. but still. Really. But yeah. But they built all this around those three guys and they're, you know, come up. It's like... Or, you know, coming up. So... And then, Matt and Nick Jackson. I put them ahead of all of them because they revived... To me, they were some of the catalysts to revive a whole division everywhere in the world. Like... New Japan's gotten stronger. WWE's had to step up. Look at what the things the New Days have had to do with the revival. Right. right. I mean, all the tag teams Usos. and all that just to keep up with the, the things that Matt and Nick Jackson were doing on the Indies and Japan and Ring of Honor and like all that stuff. So to me, that's, yeah, that's kind of how I felt about Perfect. and why I put mine. So they're, they're like all the same reason. Yeah. Just we prioritize, we prioritize them because we're two different people. Exactly. Right. And then my story also ends at 68 with where I put Tommaso Ciampa. And this is for basically two reasons. Tommaso Ciampa got me involved in cheering for a wrestler like nobody has done since Shawn Michaels when I was a teenager. Like, the end of story, nobody has done that Mm -hmm. more than Ciampa. He also told the best story of the decade that continued on a little bit into this decade with Johnny Gargano. Yeah, I do agree with that. And again, I'm a story guy, so the story guys go ahead. Um, Just spoilers, the rest of them, BJ uh, and I have exactly the same. And, oh, and I do got to say, and because like Monday, 
uh, like with the Jacksons, mm-hmm. like everything that happened on Monday, I thought I'm like, God, I love tag because I do love tag team. Right? Like Me too. a lot of the time, I'd rather watch a good tag team match than a good singles. I match. think a good tag team match by default tells a better story than right. a good singles match. It's easier to tell a story with four people. It's I much think. easier, and and you get. The more characters the you have, falls, the more right. viewpoints that you can present right. from. Because if you have six people in a story, then you have six different viewpoints right. you can present from. And then the near falls are more realistic, and you don't have to you don't have to rely on kicking out a finisher. Yeah, for a pop. burying finishers for that pop. You can do it right. with the tag team breaking it up. The, exactly. I mean, teammate breaking it up. Not right. The tag team At two team. and three quarters. Yeah. Right. Like, and that works. Way better, and especially if they hide properly beside the apron and get their jet. Oh, yep. To me, there's nothing better. Like a great tag team. Me, I agree. Right. Plus, so, like you get those you know double team maneuvers and shit that you can't like Shatter Machine is an example that you can't get right. without two guys. Right. Like you couldn't do it like that. And yeah. so and dope. a lot of times, the, yeah, those finishers those are some are, of the best finishers mm-hmm. in all of wrestling. Right. I mean, here's the thing, and this might. I don't know what our age groups are, but I don't care what age you are. I'm just saying I don't know what ages you guys are out there that listen to us. But I think you're probably our age, and you probably understand that those big pops are called the Legion of Doom pop for a reason. It's right. because nobody was bigger than the fucking Legion of Doom. Yeah. Probably until Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. And I don't think anybody's been that hot since. The, obviously, nobody has. Mm-hmm. Nobody drew 7 million people on Monday like Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> right. did. So, right. fuck, there you go. Yeah, sometimes they're not even hitting one. Right. So so then uh, the rest yeah. of it will probably kind of fly by, but we'll probably talk about it a little bit, everybody. Yeah. Uh, 67 was originally Matt Jackson. This is where both BJ and I put R-Truth. Yeah. R-Truth is the fucking right. shit. Yeah, like, everything he does right. is entertaining. He's one of the funniest guys ever. Mm-hmm. He, he can rap even though it's not my cup of tea. He can yeah. do it. I can't. Right. So he can wrestle. Mm-hmm. He's been a world champion. Yeah. I mean... Everything, right? Fucking everything, right? Yeah, and that's why for me, that's why I put him above all those other guys. Because every time he is on my television, he is. I am thoroughly entertained. Right. He's going to entertain me. I'm going to be sports entertained, and it's going to be. He great. he does well with everybody mm-hmm. in every situation that he's been in. He made little Jimmy believable. Like he, goddamn, our truth. Yeah, to our truth. Our truth. Uh, number sixty six was Kushida, mm-hmm. and this is where we both kept Kushida. Yeah. So. I mean, it's Kushida. I love Kushida. He's fun to watch. And going back and watching his other matches and seeing more what he's done, um, it's great. Yeah. And the Back to the Future gimmick's really fun, too. Plus, he's a guy that I've seen um, from the I mean, from this decade and the last decade have mm-hmm. amazing singles and tag team matches without Shelly. Right. I've seen him and Shelly wrestle right. three or four different tag teams before, and mm-hmm. every match is fantastic so, from those guys. Yeah. So they are great together. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, number 65 was originally Zack Sabre Jr., and this mm-hmm. is where we both put Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically, for me, I like, I'm just going to spoiler alert, and I'm, like, I swapped Christian and Zack Sabre Jr., because mm-hmm. Christian, to me, I like Zack Sabre Jr. better. Yeah. And Christian was more of the previous decade, the 2000 mm-hmm. to 2009, more so than the 2010, right. even though he was a world champion in that decade. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I still felt like he, that's why he fell back a spot, basically. Yeah, me too. I mean, yeah, he, he's been gone three, four, five years, something like that now. Right. Um, but he is above the other people because 
I mean, he's he fucking did, Christian. He's fucking what more Christian. do I need to say? Right. And well, I mean, he finally got his world title win in that decade. Mm-hmm. Um, he was doing some good stuff at the beginning of the decade in, in Impact. Yeah. That started to go downhill when he left. Right. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. Plus, like, you know, he's one of the greatest tag teams ever yeah. with Edge. Right. Uh, yeah, that whole storyline when Edge retired and then him winning the title and from stuff Orton, was right? Really fucking good. Edge and Christian are responsible for tables, ladders, and chairs matches. Right. Like without them, there wouldn't be TLC. So yeah. they invented that along with the Hardys. Right. Right. And then eventually the yeah. Dudleys got involved in that feud as well. I believe. I think that was the order of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then 64 was Christian. That's where we both put Zack Sabre Jr. As I yeah. just said, why? Yeah. Fucking love Zack Sabre Jr. Me too. He's just so fun to watch. Yep. And fucking, yeah. And I mean, he's he's kind of part of that British revival. Too, yeah. He's right? a big part of it. You know, I mean. Making a name for himself in Japan. And... Yeah. Because he was what I, I mean, when we went to that Progress show and saw him, that was just. Oh. That match and the. the what the fuck? And the Haskins match, too, right. was really good. I can't remember who he fought, but that was really fucking yeah. good, too. I just remember that much. Yeah, um, yeah the number right. 63 was EC3. This is where we both put Minoru Suzuki. Mm-hmm. What a fucking legend, man. Right. And he's still yeah. a badass motherfucker. Just a and he will always be a badass motherfucker. Yeah. And that's the end of it, right there. Right. That's all I got to say right. about Minoru Suzuki. And he definitely gets... I mean, obviously, yeah, I like Suzuki better than Saber, probably. Um... But also, like, he's the leader of Suzuki Goon and Sabre Jr.'s not. They're a tag team a lot, too, which right. you kind of get the feeling of, like, sensei mentor kind of feeling from him. And yeah. Suzuki gets the step ahead because he's still the teacher. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. 62 was Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. And this is where we both put Brock Lesnar. Yeah, Brock Lesnar, without a doubt, was the biggest WWE star mm-hmm. of the last decade. Multiple-time champion, both WWE and Universal at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had matches with most of the big-name stars in this decade. Yeah. He beat the streak in this decade. Right. Um, those fucking amazing matches with Triple H. Mm-hmm. Um, John I think Cena. three of them, and then yeah, those crazy fucking matches with John Cena. When John Cena, that first one, he just got yeah. beat like nobody had beat John Cena in over a fucking decade. Right. So good. And every time he came on, he was a ratings draw. Every fucking time. And I hated him more than anybody else, which is the mark of a great hill. Except for when it's go away heat, like I want you to go away and never be on my TV. I don't even want to boo you, like right. fucking Baron Corbin. Right. And so far, there's only one guy better, in my yep. opinion, that we've talked about. And we'll get there. Right I don't now. know if you want to say about Lesnar. No. I said it all. No, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 61 was originally Minoru Suzuki. And this is where I put Rey Mysterio Jr. for all you WCW mm-hmm. fans out there. Me too. Um, <laughs> yeah. Rey Mysterio has been one it? of the... Oh, he was just one behind. He was at 62. Yeah, okay. he was just at 62. Yeah. Uh, Rey Mysterio Jr. was one of the best wrestlers of the 90s and the 2000s and the 2010s. Yeah. And honestly, if he keeps going, you might be able to make an <laughs> argument for him being in the top 100 of this decade as well. Oh, because yeah. I know we're only into the first year of it. Right. But I, I don't know how much longer he'll last. But I don't think he will either. Yeah. But and like for me with Rey, what puts him over the top over Brock Lesnar, I mean, yeah, he's Rey fucking Mysterio, but... 
in this decade, in that decade alone, just for that he had the balls to leave WWE yep. and do that independent run and give us all those dream matches that he gave us on the Indies. Yep. You know, I mean, his match with Ricochet. I yeah, watched that, that Prince Puma match. That yeah, was fantastic. Like, I watched like three times. It's such, <laughs> so, a, good, it's such a good match. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. Yeah. So, like, that's why he gets the nod. And yeah, he's right fucking mysterious. Ray fucking and now mysterious. he's still part of one of the only good things on Raw. Like, yeah. semi decent. And so. I'll be honest, I have a feeling as we continue on, he's going to keep moving up this list. Right. And speaking of continue on, join us next week, buds, as we move on to the next two wrestlers on the list. Number 60, yep. Go Shiozaki. Shiozaki. I don't know him. And number 59, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. O'Reilly's Auto Parts, okay. Kyle. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Red Dragon, Kyle okay. O'Reilly. Undisputed okay. Era, Kyle O'Reilly. Air Guitar, Kyle O'Reilly. Right. I'm fucking excited. I am Are too. you fucking excited, BJ? Fucking, like, I'm excited to yeah. find out about Go. I'm way more excited for that than 58. But, you know. We'll get there. I know. But, yeah. Tell us what Go Shiozaki. God, why can't I say that? Go Shiozaki match you think we should watch, Buds. Yeah. You can hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter or email to the Gmail at the same. Mm-hmm. You can hit me up at D A R E L L underscore G U N S. And you can get me at Beach 2004 That's B double E J two double zero four. Leave us a five star <laughs> comment, like, share, and subscribe. We don't have any emails to the Gmail. I just checked. God damn it, buds! Email us at the Gmails and Twitter, and tell your friends, and tell, tell your, your enemies, enemies, and tell everybody mm-hmm. you know. Right? They should listen to Buds Watch Wrestling. Right. And, and enjoy the free ones in the Bud Cives. Yeah, and uh, you know, like, share, subscribe. All the good shit. Eat a uh, dick. Why not? Not eat. Not eat. Don't eat ass, though. You can still get the COVID. As far as I know. That's what they say. Just be safe, bud. Just, Until next time, yeah. that's BJ over there. Ooh, that's girl over there. Peace out, guys. See you. Bye. Check. Is it? Yeah, it's check. Nice. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. That's it. All you get. Uh, Whatever. Whatever.